Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Did I get it right? I think so. I got it right. <laughs> Welcome to episode 107. I, if you missed last week's episode, Ed made fun of how I did the intro. <sighs> so I'm trying to get it right so that he doesn't complain. It's my nature to it not is, complain but to so, make fun. That's right. So if you're new to our podcast, my name is Jason, Ed, Nathan. We are the teaching team here at Community Christian Church. And so... Uh, part of what we do here every week is we come together and have a conversation uh, based on issues, questions that you send us, and we hope to, through these conversations, help you think and react better to the world around you, hopefully in a more Jesus-centered kind of way, uh, because we are Jesus people. We say we that are. around here we all are. the time, and that's who we are. So today, we're going to have another discussion based on a question you sent us. And uh, I want to thank whoever sent this question, uh, so giving us the opportunity to talk about this. If you'd like to send in a question, uh, right at, uh, underneath this video, if you're watching on YouTube or this podcast, if you're listening, there's a description and there's a link. You click that link and you can send us a question. You can give us your name if you want. You can remain anonymous, but send us a question and we'll do our best to try and bring a conversation wrapped around that idea that your question is about. So Are that, we on Spotify? We are on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're I want to see if any if we are on anybody's uh, most listened to end of year list. Let us know. Ooh. That would be that would be nuts to me. That must what be, have you been doing? It must mean you listen to nothing else. On yeah, Spotify. that's what I'm thinking. This may be the only thing, but I I, I want to know that answer. Any super fans out there? We we have two podcasts on this feed now, so you might we might be yeah getting, we might be getting there. Maybe maybe by the end of this year. Yeah, I mean you're getting you know what that's probably. Between the two and over an hour, hour and 15 minutes of content a week. Content. If you <laughs> yeah. haven't listened to it, the movie podcast I've listened to, you guys are good. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there we go. We're good. We got the, we got the it's thumbs approval. up. It's approval. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know when this Back one in my happen, day, so. we yeah. used to have the good housekeeping seal of approval. Oh, okay. Does that still exist? It's good, yeah. Does good housekeeping exist? If it does, yeah. nobody good cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cares anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I should get a seal of approval. I want one. From well, in the I movie terms, I want to give it to people. Cisco uh, and Eber had two thumbs up. Yeah. That was a thing for a while. Well, so. Okay, that's a whole other conversation. I'm sorry yeah. for getting yeah, off we'll, track. We'll move on. From I'm that. the one that said, let's don't make this too long, guys. All right. <laughs> so, thanks for cutting that off, Ed, so that we don't go too long. All right. Here is the question for today, and uh, I think this will give us a good conversation. So, here it is. Can you please explain faith as a mustard seed, and faith that can move mountains. Now, this person is referring to two things Jesus said. Uh, Jesus said, if you just had faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain, be thrown into the sea, and it would happen. That's what Jesus said. Those were his words. I didn't read them, but y'all agree. That's pretty much what he said. And he was talking about that mountain, because they asked, what about that mountain? He goes, no, not that mountain. (laughs) That mountain, Yeah, yeah, that one over there. That one's too So they're asking us to explain those phrases that Jesus, or that. What was the second phrase. one you said? Faith moves mountain. What was the other one? No, he didn't say Mustard it. seed. Oh, yeah. I thought you said two. I thought you said two different well, statements. Well, they, they, they've divided them into two phrases, but he kind of said them all in one. Yeah, it's all now, one statement. That's what I was trying to right. figure out. It's all one I'm statement. I'm with you. Okay. All right, so here's their question. To me, that says it only takes a small amount of faith to move mountains. If this is literal, then I'm in trouble. Do you have a mountain that you need to move? Yeah, so I, I guess what uh, the conversation we need to have around this is, it's back to something that we talked about uh, now, probably a few months ago, maybe. Uh, we did a series of podcasts where we kind of wrapped around the, uh, the, the theme of 
how do we read the Bible? Yeah, and how, how not, not to, to read, read the Bible. Bible. And so let's let's get back into that because this gets at the heart of uh, if we take Jesus' words literally, they have implications. But if we take them figuratively, they have different ones. And how do you know the difference? Well, doesn't everyone, and I know I kind of joked about it, yeah. everyone takes this figuratively one way or the other because... No, No, hold on a second. What I'm saying is, is this person said, if this is literal, I'm in trouble. But they, I'm assuming, maybe this is a bad assumption, you literally aren't trying to move a mountain. You are figuratively yes. trying to move a mountain. Well, I think So it's, what I'm saying is, is the issue is not, <laughs> are these literal or figurative? We, I think everyone doesn't assume what Jesus is saying is, faith is something I can visibly see the size of a mustard seed and only be able to move mountains. Mm-hmm. That would be a literal reading of it, mm-hmm. that it is something... What we're asking, I assume, is does is Jesus saying is faith is a power that I can quantify. Yes. So that's what I'm saying is, is when you say is it literal, and maybe that's just, maybe that's, but I think it's also a biblical promise. People say things like, I read the Bible literally, but no, I don't know anyone who literally Nobody means does. that. Or when that Je- the biggest problem in their life is there's a mountain that needs to be moved because Or we have- Jesus says, I'm a door, and they're going, okay, Jesus has hinges. Yeah. Right. So Nobody we, thinks that. And so I'm not really teasing because I, I understand I understand what you mean, but I think it's important to say no one literally, everyone is choosing to read this figuratively. The question is, what do you mean by faith, I think, right? I think so, and I, I think if, if I were to... And the, the amount that, of faith. The, the way yeah, that well, the, how do you quantify The it? way that this is worded, and this is the way it's been asked before, so people will say, well, if, Jesus, if what Jesus is saying is it only takes a really small amount of faith, in order to do something really, really significant right. and big, then that's, that's impossible. That's why I think they say I'm in trouble because I think they would say, I, you know, I think all of us would say I've at least got that much faith, and or maybe I don't because I can't. Well, I think most people would say I've got a little. So Jesus, that ought to be enough to do the mountain moving. Thing. So maybe we ought to talk about both parts. Yes. Uh, if it, we all, Nathan's absolutely right. Everybody mm-hmm. reads it as a figure of speech. This is a figure of speech to talk about something. It is. Uh, faith, I, in my way of thinking, you either have faith or you don't have faith. Mm. So, so it's not this quantifiable. What Jesus is using in his figure of speech is faith, and he compares it to the smallest seed, you know, a mustard seed, compared to a mountain. If you have faith, the faith doesn't have to be mountain size. It, it just is this big. Because faith, by its nature, I either have faith this chair will hold me, or I don't. And the only way I'm going to know I have faith is to sit in sit it. Down. And it doesn't, if I sort of sit in it with a little faith, well then when it breaks, we will know I didn't really have faith because my legs will still be holding me up and I won't fall. Mm-hmm. The only way you will know I have faith is I sit in it and it crashes and you go, Ha, ha, ha. Your is, faith was unfounded. Which is why James, in his book, says, you show me your faith right. by what you do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I can see whether you have it or you don't have it. So Jesus also says another place, uh, you're going to do greater things than I've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate that in the way that Jesus did, by my own power, I'm going to... They're going to put me in the grave, and three days later, I'm going to come back. Jesus is going to raise me from the dead. But there's a way he was using that to say, from my life, greater 
things of greater impact, of greater importance will take place than what he did in his three-year ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yeah. Are you done? I I, I'm good. To, I'm good. You can go ahead. No, that's okay. You can go ahead. I want to get back to it because I think Nathan was getting us on the, the direction we want to go is, uh, and you were there too. I'm not saying you weren't. No, that's but, okay. Uh, the, the nature of faith, what it is and what it isn't. Um, and we've defined, we've helped people def- by defining what faith is before and, you know, correct me if I get the words wrong, but faith is, um, I believe that God is who he says he, he is and that he will do everything he said he would do. That's correct? right. Mm-hmm. That really is what faith is. The problem is, and I think and people extrapolate this from this passage of scripture, what Jesus said, they get the idea that faith is a force that I use, I wield it like a sword mm-hmm. to do something that I want done. So when Jesus says, you got faith like mustard seed, you can make the mountain move. And then we, of course, we, we sing songs about, you know, my faith is going to move mountains mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it really is talking about faith in a way that Jesus never did. I've got this weapon or I've got this power. Like mm-hmm. It's like the force, you know, in, in Star Wars that I can make something move simply by just thinking hard enough or believing hard enough. And if I tap into the right ways of mm-hmm. saying it or right ways of using it, then all of a sudden amazing things are going to happen. That's not what faith is. Well, in fact, it does. I would say that all of us, I am certainly at a place in my life that I have seen mountain-ish things happen in my life that my faith has produced. They just didn't get produced in a moment. That I have... And it wasn't a cause and effect correlation. No, well, it's cause and effect in that if by my faith, and this is what I mean by this, it means I trust Jesus is who he said he was mm-hmm. and that he'll do everything he said he'd do. Mm-hmm. So if he commands me to do something, that's for my good. And if I will do it, mm-hmm. it will in effect have a positive impact on my life. So I say, particularly in the world that I wind up talking to people, particularly who have blown their life up, through addiction or, or whatever. You've made terrible bad decisions. You're now reaping consequences. They're a direct result of things you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only way to get on the good side of consequences is not praying a prayer or saying you believe in Jesus. That starts a process in where you can then say, now I'm going to do what Jesus said and I do, and you will be shocked in four years, five years, 10 years, for me, 40 years now, that your life has mountainous abundance that Jesus has produced in your life yep. because of your faith, it's because crazy. you decided that you believed that he was who he said he was and that he would do everything he said he would do. Even when it didn't make sense to me, I'm going to do that because he said to. Yep. That produces a result and mountains are moved. I was just telling somebody, and it was actually a discussion we were having in our online uh, service one week, so what is, what is, what's the thing you love most about your job? And I said in that moment, and you guys I'm sure concur with this, the thing I love the most has been watching the amount of change uh, come about in people's lives over the long haul. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been in ministry now for quarter century plus, and you longer, and all that kind of stuff. But just the amount of watching a, a life over a season of a decade mm-hmm. or more and then being able to look back and go, you know, you used to be this way, and here you are. To, and, and it is, like you said, it's mountainous. 
mm -hmm. the amount of change. I think of a, uh, there's a person I'm thinking of right now that just came to my mind that I saw come to our church as a six or seven year old in a really bad situation, mom and dad both addicted, not living with either one of them, all the problems that would come to a child from that addiction, slowly over time with childlike faith, say, I believe Jesus who he says he is and I'm gonna do everything he said to do, often contrary to what their family would want to have happen. And now I see this beautiful young person who is reaping rewards now in you know, 15 years later, they're standing back, and I can see that God is doing miraculous things in that family that down the down through the years, people may not even look back to great-great-grandma, grandpa, and know that person had faith this big, and it moved mountains in our family tree. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, this, this statement is tied to another one Jesus says. I'm not saying that they are for everybody. They are in my mind. And I think, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, when, when Jesus says the kingdom of God is like, and doesn't he say mustard seed there as yeah, well? Yeah, that's Absolutely. right. And then he says he said it's, it's the, the smallest. smallest of seeds and it becomes the largest tree. Now, what's interesting about that, a lot of people point out, one, it's, it's, not. it's not the largest tree. And uh, most scholars think it wasn't, Jesus didn't think it was the and largest tree. it wasn't tree. the smallest seed even. It wasn't the smallest <laughs> seed. So he's obviously, once again, not literal. He's making some figurative point. And what he's talking, and he does this a lot. I use this on, not the Sunday that, this came out, but the last Sunday I preached of Jesus talks about the kingdom of God being like a little bit of yeast worked into yep. a lot of dough. And he talks about these things. And I think what Jesus is trying to get at is this, both of these things that it really is the small, every moment choices that are done, um, sm small, consistent, over time, produce these massive changes mm -hmm. in our world. That what, And I see this a lot with people. And I know you were talking about the long haul. What do they think of is, you know, I... I I used, with doing student ministry, I used to have kids go away for retreats, but this happens a lot with adults too. They make some huge decision, and it's going to cost a lot, and people talk about how much faith they had and how much things they did, and what I often knew, and this was the sad part, was I knew that decision is going to have a rebound effect that most likely you won't stick with, and that at some point it's going to go back, that I knew that it was the kids who came every single week and made small choices every week that over the course of their life, and I know that too with people that our marriage is really bad and I, I the pain and the discomfort and whatever gets so bad, I make this huge declaration mm -hmm. that I'm going to be different. And, and for a little bit you do, but in the end, those things often have a way of collapsing in on themselves. And I think, and this is obviously not directly what Jesus was saying, but I think it gets to the same idea behind what Jesus is saying. It is the man or the woman who comes home every day and decides, I don't always have to have the last word in every argument. And I don't always have to be right in every situation. And I'm going to serve and I'm not going to point it out. And I'm going to do that. Those are the marriages that you look at and they don't even look extraordinary. That they look small. You know, Mother Teresa said, we can't do great things. We can only do small things with great love. Mm -hmm. And that what she's talking about is this idea that we're not really called to these massive actions. And I think to your point, that's what Jesus is saying by you're going to see greater things. I don't even think he necessarily even means all the time greater impact. It's, it's almost like a... Uh, proportional thing. You're going to do small things and they're going to have these impacts that you could never imagine. That entire reach, I mean, the Roman Empire, which was a dehumanizing force on a level that I know our world has empires that are 
dehumanizing, but we can't imagine how grotesque it was to live in the Roman Empire. The fact that within 300 years, a group of that started as small, peasant, poor, powerless people, never by getting political power, never by having an army, always by having love and sacrificing their lives. I mean, there are people who died as martyrs. We never know their name. And when they died, and for the next hundred years, people thought they were foolish. Mm -hmm. But within 300 years, the whole system goes down. It can't, they can't, and, and no one really changed it because they go, this is right and this yeah. is better. They changed because they go, it is, I can't, people can't won't let me lead. Yeah. <laughs> Leader, that's eventually, I mean, we've seen that in our country, and not in our country, in our world, with things like the Arab Spring and things like that, yeah. where you see groups of people who just say, we're done. Right. We're going to self, we're going to, we're going to be nonviolent. We're not going to do, we're not going to attack you. Eventually people, the, those in power go, you get enough people who with small, and once again, not small amounts of faith, but small actions of faith, just willing to say, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to, but. Well, and when you take faith from being a power I can wield against God and against right. the problem. Yeah. Right. And faith means me doing what I've been asked to do. Mm -hmm. Do I have enough faith when you say to me, sit down in this chair that I go, okay. Yeah. And faith says, go love that person that just was ugly to you. Go apologize yes. to your kid when you got something wrong. You know, well, that view of faith that you just described, you know, using it as a force to get things done, and if I can have enough of it, then I can get God to do things for me. It flips the allegiance that you were it called does. to. <laughs> it, it, it then makes yeah. I'm allegiant to the faith thing, and mm -hmm. God will will well, do my I'm, bidding. I'm allegiant to me. I'm Let's be clear. That's right. That's I'm using is. the faith and God as yes. a tool to get me what I want. That's right. And it puts you at the center. You're right. You at the center of all things instead of where God... And it. And we talked about this, I think, in the last podcast when we talked about, you know, when Jesus stops becoming the thing, we get we get everything else wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to hold him right at center. And that's what this... It, it becomes... And we... we I think we had a series about this. Well, if we didn't have a series where we somewhere where we used that phrase, using yeah. God's as a, a means, means an instead end. of an end, because mm -hmm. for me, again, and I don't think I was the one that said it in a message, but then I repeated it in other messages because that phrase for me hit me like a ton of bricks. Is God is no one's? He is not a means to your end, mm -hmm. and He won't he let is, Himself. He is the end. And the means. Yes. I will do it by his means to his ends. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think about I think about this a lot where I, you know, in, in currently in our world, where persecution goes, it is why Christianity is a faith of martyrs. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we were, we, I mean, you see that in, 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 in the book of Revelations that there's this image, there's this image of, the, the martyrs holding up this whole thing, that it really is a place that people who choose to say, Jesus founded the kingdom of God on self-sacrificial, suffering love. It only advances by self-sacrificial, suffering love. The, the cross is both our, it's, it's, it's what won us, the, our, our salvation. It is also our example of the way we do everything. Yes. I'm constantly looking at how can I give myself away? How can I give up my rights? How can I serve you? How, that's yes. it. It's always that. And every martyr, when they die, they are, and I, there's a quote too from this that I've done on, the, on our prayer thing in the morning. I can't remember what it is, but it basically is the, the martyr and the tyrant 
who, who ends up killing the martyr both have a power that the other one doesn't know. It says the difference is the tyrant's power ends the moment their life ends. The martyr's power begins the moment his life ends. That it has this lasting impact that you can't see. And it looks like the tyrant has won. And, and we just see that. I think it's why even non-Christian examples of it are so powerful. You think about the young man in the Tiananmen Square facing down. Mm-hmm. The way that, and no that, one's ever known his name. Right. It's, <laughs> such a, it's such a powerful image because it's a, and I think this is what Jesus is often talking about. Of When we talk about the kingdom of God, it's not a moral principle we live up to. He's saying this is the way the world works. That what works is this self-sacrificial, I'm not going to kill you, but you can kill me kind of love. It is powerful. It speaks volumes that all over the world, even here in America, I know people who have that as like a poster, as a backdrop of this image. And none of us are that interested in Chinese politics. But we look at that and we go, there is something beautiful about that, that a person would do that. And I think it's in those moments you see it. It really is, a, and we think of it as a great act. It really isn't. It's standing before something. Well, it, it is. It is ultimate reality, and yes. and that's why it resonates with us. In the words of C.S. Lewis and Tolkien, <laughs> they mm-hmm. were they told us that there is really only one story. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are just living in it, and every time we see it, it's why everything, everything you love about movies and yeah, about media, right. all comes down to that motif that yep. and the reason that it just lights us up on the inside is because we know it at our heart because we're made in the image of God that that is who God is yep love completely personified self-sacrificial giving of himself for the good of others that's what reality is all about it is so um, so back to uh, let's speak as we wrap this up we got a couple of minutes before we do um, let's speak directly to this person because I don't want to I don't want to sidestep what I think is at the heart of your question. Uh, I, I, I sense just a hint of um, worry or uh, mm-hmm. maybe There's a little despair. Something big I need to have happen and I can't get God yes. to do it. And I want to speak to that pastorally just for a minute if we could uh, to that person that says, well, if, if I got to have a little faith to do some big things, big things aren't happening, does that mean I'm, I'm in trouble, that I don't have enough faith? I don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, you may have misunderstood both parts, which we've tried to talk about. That's right. And I would just say, whatever it is, this mountainous thing that's weighing on you, the best thing you can do is be honest with God instead of trying to force God's hand or figure out how you can get it done. Mm-hmm. You may just need to say to God, God, I really want this. And then figure out in your words or Jesus' words, but not, not my will. Mm. I mean, if this isn't, if this isn't what you want for me, I, I want what you want more than I want this. Well, and I think, I think even we, if it's something as precious as the life of somebody you love that's yeah, in a yeah. bad situation and you want it to happen, it is completely okay to tell God you're sad, mad, angry, all of those things. To pray polite prayers, hoping that God will then move the way you want, mm-hmm. or bold prayers so He'll move the way you want. Mm-hmm. All God cares about is the honest heart of a kid that says to their father, this is what I want, but ultimately you're my dad and I trust you. And I would say ultimately it comes down to your faith, the faith that you possess will ultimately be seen and effective, if, if, if I can even use that word, um, 
through your action and what you do next. Mm -hmm. And it will not be necessarily a big, big thing. It will be the next right thing. Mm -hmm. What is Jesus, who, who is God and what has he called you to do? Go do that. And now, is there a promise that the mountain you want moved is going to move tomorrow? Absolutely not. That is not what Jesus was saying. But as we talked about here, um, pointing your feet toward Jesus and walking his way, doing the next right thing, you will see big things happen down that road. That road is the road that leads you mm -hmm. to the things ultimately you need and ultimately will want. Yeah. The only way that your faith is in trouble, you said, I'm in trouble. I was sitting here thinking about that phrase. If we were sitting across from each other, my question would be is, do you trust that God is good, that he loves you, that he's for you and only has good for you? Now, if you don't believe those things, yeah, your faith is unfounded. But if you trust those things, even if you don't see the thing you want, your faith will not be in vain. Yes. God will do those things. You will sense his love. You will see good come out of your life. You will see all of that take place in a lifetime if you will give him that opportunity to trust him in that. Amen. As they said in, from the crowd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for this week. Uh, come back next week. We got another one, uh, another great discussion on tap for you guys. I'm sure. I don't remember what it is. But it will be amazing. I'm sure I never knew. So He never did. <laughs> I'll go figure it out. So you guys come back next week. And in the meantime, y'all have a great week. See ya. Bye-bye.